assets are how you're able to spread generational wealth. Greetings, guys and gals. Join me here at Success Over Stress, where the goal is to strengthen strategies that will defeat doubt, cure complacency, and strangle stress. I'm on the road to a healthier, happier, and stress-controlled life by taking control of my financial situation. With the right direction, so can you. Ah... Guys, today is August the 21st. I want to talk to you about net worth. You have to know your numbers. You know what I say. If you listen to me at all, you'll know that I say you've got to take inventory in order to make a change. So if you want to improve your financial position, you have to know your numbers, your numbers, not my numbers, your numbers. So let's talk net worth. Budget, very important. Assets and liabilities, income and expenses. That's how you know where you are. That's how you find out your position. Ah, man, net worth. Now, this is the balance between your assets and your liabilities. Assets are your goods, entities, accounts that add to your pocket. Liabilities are any of the above accounts that take away from your pocket. Simple, right? So the assets minus the liabilities equals your net worth. If you have a lot of debt, whether it be school loans, car loans, credit cards, unsecured debt, right? Yet you don't have many assets or objects of value, then your net worth is likely to be lower. Vice versa, if you have lots of assets with value, yet you have low debt, then your net worth will be higher. So owning a million dollar house, to put it in perspective, if you own a million dollar house, That'll improve your net worth by $1 million. But but wait a minute. Say you have a million dollar loan on that million dollar house. So now you have a net worth of net zero. Because once again, you have to you have to consider that the value of that asset, which is a million dollars, but now you have a debt of a million dollars million dollars minus a million dollars is zero so net zero right um and and you know this isn't the place to talk about whether or not a house is an asset or not i know you can kind of go on to both sides of that equation so we won't talk about that today net worth gives you an estimation of your net value that you could take to the bank if you had to cash in on everything so in other words, if you understand where your net worth is, you would know if you lost your job, if the sky fell out and you had to take everything to the bank, would you be able to have cash in your pocket or would you still owe somebody? Another number that's very important, especially if you want to retire from your investments, is your cash flow. So now this is the difference between the income you earn whether it's passive or active or dividends or whatever, it's the income that comes in minus the expenses that are paid out every month, right? So uh, we talked about that million dollar house. So you have a mortgage on that million dollar house of, I don't know, six, $7,000 a month. Okay, so now when we're talking about cash flow, the $7,000 
is the expense. So say you make for that month, say you make $20,000 for that month, and those are your only numbers, say you don't have any other expenses, uh, and that's your only income. You make $20,000 for the month, that's your income, so now subtract from that the $7,000 expense of your mortgage payment. It leaves you with a net cash flow of $13,000. We all know it's not that simple, but that's the big picture, okay? So that, that net cash flow is what you can actually put into your savings at the end of the month. Now, when this number is healthy and you're saving, your net worth is naturally gonna grow because that asset column the, the amount of liquidity that you have, the cash that you're putting in, putting into your bank account. Now that bank account is growing, so it's improving the asset column. Now, if because you were making more money, if you're also going out and purchasing more things or inquire, acquiring more debt, and you're in, you're increasing the number of that liability column, now you're you're messing with your net again. Okay, so. Save money, cut expenses, improve your income. Okay, and that's the main that's the main way to do it. You know, you have two things with that equation. You can improve your income or you can reduce your expenses. So start by cutting out those unnecessary expenses. And by the way, if you remember when we were talking about the one episode in regards to taxes, Real estate is a great way, and I say business in general, it's a great way to kind of help shelter some of your uh, some of your income from taxes. But talk to your CPA or your tax advisor about that because I am not a CPA nor a tax advisor. But I will leave you with these few facts and I picked them up from listenmoneymatters.com. It was in regards to a July 2020 article. So... The first one is that the median net worth of the average U.S. Excuse me. The median net worth of the average U.S. household is about ninety-seven thousand dollars, while the mean is six hundred and ninety thousand dollars. Now you may say, um, I don't know anybody that has a net worth of seven hundred thousand dollars. Well, remember now the mean or the average is going to be skewed because that's taken into account everybody in the U.S. Your neighbor next door that makes $10,000 a year combined with the average of the millionaire next door that lives in California that makes, you know, a couple million dollars a year. So all the money that those millionaires have, it really it really bumps that number up even though the majority of the u.s americans aren't making a lot of money or don't have a lot of net worth the ones the people who do make a lot of money they they make so much more money by an exponential amount that it drives that that mean that average up to about seven hundred thousand dollars but like i said um about ninety-seven thousand dollars is that is the uh, median net worth, and so we won't get into math too much or statistics. But median is when you take everybody in the U.S. and you split it down the middle. You put the top half with the net worth 
on one side and you put the bottom half of net worth on the other side. Whatever that number in the middle is, that's your median, okay? Um, so we go down to number two and those same principles apply. So the average net worth for families in the US under the age of 35, if you're a family under the age of 35, the average net worth, now it goes to $76,000. When we're talking about everybody, it was almost $700,000. Now when we're talking about families under the age of 35, it's $76,000. So that, that also helps paint a big picture that a lot of the wealth in the U.S. is between is is in the families of of uh, folks age 36 and older, right? That old money, as they say. Okay. And once again, for the families under the age of 35, the median net worth is eleven thousand dollars. I don't know how to how to paint that into a better picture unless we actually get on paper here but the median net worth for families under 35 is eleven thousand dollars so that may mean that you have a fifteen thousand dollar car all right so we'll put that on the asset side and once again that could be considered a liability but let's say that fifteen thousand dollar car is paid off um and say you have four thousand dollars in credit card debt and that is your financial picture. That's as much assets as you have. And then of course you have some debt. Or we could be looking at the the 30 year old who has $50,000 worth of um, student loans, but they have $61,000 in assets. So that $61,000 could be uh, maybe their parents left them a house or maybe they purchased a house, which is free and clear. So they have a house worth at $61,000, but they have student loans worth $50,000. So you take the $61,000 minus the $50,000. Now you have $11,000 worth of net worth. So that's how you get your net worth. So once again, if, if you're trying to get your net worth above 100,000, 250,000, if you hear about these actors with net worth of, you know, a million dollars, 500, half a million dollars, it's because they have a lot of assets. Okay. And that's assets are how you're able to spread generational wealth. You can't, you can't hand down $5,000 and expect your, your son or daughter to be able to do something with that in 50 years. No, you have to you have to share generational wealth. You have to share assets. Okay. All right. And then number three, the average net worth for families between the ages of 35 and 44 is $288,000. The median was $60,000. Okay. So that's just, that's the same principles apply. Like I said, I won't get too deep in the weeds about that, but if you want to improve your financial position, you need to take a long, hard look at how much money comes in and how much money goes out. But please, if I can tell you anything, and, and some of the times people get in a position or they get into a job or uh, their lifestyle is such that they kind of have a ceiling and it's hard to get out of it, it's hard to break out of that. I will tell you this, don't be afraid 
You need to take inventory. You need to actually look at what your financial position is. And if it's going to be hard to break out of that for the next 10 years until you get your diploma or until something happens, then at least know where you are and and live life within those parameters for now. Right. Make plans to do better. Set goals. Um, But if you're in a certain position and you're making more financial decisions that are not conducive with you having a better position then you're shooting yourself in the foot. And we don't shoot ourselves in our foot because that would be admitting failure. And we don't admit failure. We always improve. We, we look for the lessons because this is success over stress. I'm Eric. I'm out. Peace.